0: jacob's wife so this is a very very different movie but it's also got a lot of romance
1: yeah another uh toxic <laughs> relationship but yeah, yeah I, I guess different way different
0: absolutely. way absolutely yeah. uh, okay so this is a campy horror thriller directed by travis stevens who uh i, I don't know i don't know if Tra- travis stevens work I, this might be his debut in fact because, no 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 no, uh, no never heard of him
1: uh he did girl on the third floor um before okay. this i believe uh, i saw that one I think i saw that last year the year before for my um annual halloween marathon it's a it was like another kind of south by southwest indie title that that got a lot of praise but before this before those two films um he was a producer like he's been producing a lot of horror movies and other like different genre movies
0: yeah and he produced this movie
1: yeah as well as this one um he's been producing stuff for i want to say like 15 or 20 years Um, and so he, he definitely has some experience, but he's been recently pushing himself as a filmmaker with this being his sophomore film.
0: Right on. He also does the screenplay with Kathy Charles and Mark Steensland and Barbara Crampton, classic horror icon from the eighties is, uh, not, not just starring in this movie, but also as a producer, uh, along with, uh, her co-stars, Larry Fessenden and Bonnie Ahrens. So this this uh, premiered pretty recently at South by Southwest. That's when you saw it. Uh, I was supposed to see it at South by. I had it saved in my queue, but I, I ended up having to prioritize something else. But I did get a chance to see it this past week. So this is another one that we're we're you know we're kind of talking about that I just saw that you saw a little bit ago. And uh, right now, I think you can watch it uh, on demand and digitally uh, as of a few days ago via Shutter, and it's being distributed by RLJE Films. And this is this is definitely a shorter film compared to the last one we talked about. This is only ninety eight minutes, so kind of a quick watch. And you know, it, you can kind of see why it's a, it's a vampire movie, and it is definitely definitely harkening back to the Barbara Crampton films of the nineteen eighties. You know, we sure. kind of t- we touched on it, but yeah, absolutely a legend. And she she's been kind of having a bit of a comeback in recent absolutely. years too, right? You know, like people will remember her from like Reanimator and Chopping Mall and stuff. But she was also she came back uh, not too long. You know, you're you're next. Uh, I guess that was a decade ago now. And uh, she was in Dead Night and Little Sister. And she's been kind of like creeping back up, Yeah, creeping Um, (laughs) into some more film roles. And I think this is this is a really great uh, stepping stone for her for her comeback, in my opinion. What about you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I have no fault with her performance. I definitely think um, her performance is the highlight of the film, and and as a showcase for her, it, it definitely suits her well. As for the film itself, I have I guess more mixed feelings. But ah, um,
0: oh, that's a shame. I, I like this one quite a bit. But let's let's set this up. I I, I mentioned Larry Fessenden, uh, another you know iconic you know guy. I mean, uh, not just an actor, but he's been a producer, a writer. He's directed films. He's he's even been a cinematographer and an editor. You have seen this guy and plenty of things. Uh, I think he was, uh, one of his big ones was Wendy Go, for example, and uh, he also did uh, The Last Winter. But uh, yeah, so he is, I don't I I remember the last, his most recent film actually, I think he, I think he did one a few days, a, a few years ago. Uh, but one one thing I remember him from um, more recently than not was the horror video game Until Dawn, which uh, oh my gosh, he, he was uh, one of the writers for that. And I uh, absolutely killed it. That's a fun video game. I know you don't really play the video games yourself. Will Ashton, but uh, yeah, if, if you were ever to play one, that would be uh, one I would recommend to you. But anyway, so this, uh, as I mentioned, is a vampire movie. It centers around this married couple. Larry Fessenden plays a pastor who is married to a very submissive kind of pastor's church mouse wife uh, named Anne, who's played by Barbara Crampton. And there is kind of early on in this movie, you kind of get that, oh, okay, it's doing the vampire thing, but from the angle of a horror movie about adultery. And that was the first moment I was like, yes, a horror movie that is not about grief. <laughs> They're actually tackling something different. You know, we, some some recent horror films have gotten have definitely gotten into, you know, this horror film like Relic, it's about Alzheimer's and dementia. And, you know, but then you know, hereditary is about grief and Midsummer is about a breakup, right? Well, this movie is about adultery. And how when you've been in a relationship for a while, and the opportunity presents itself to sort of like, you know, allow yourself to feel more alive or to revisit something from your past, the the sort of dangers, but then also the exhilaration you can get from that. And it likens it metaphorically to being a vampire, this like hunger for blood, this feeling like the the person you want to be is rejected by your partner and maybe even by society at large and i got a real kick out of this movie it's gory it's pretty uh it's not hardcore or anything but it has some really fun twists particularly with fessenden's character i was nervous about this movie early on because like i'm loving barbara crampton in this she is coming alive on the screen but man, fessenden is just like this boring vanilla pastor guy I, i wasn't into it but then something happens toward the like early part kind of like early to the middle part of this sure. movie with his character that is so fun that is so off the wall and i dug this movie quite a bit but uh yeah why, why do you have some mixed feelings on it
1: uh it's it's not like i'm like super negative on the film or anything like that like i said i think what you admired about the film isn't too far off from my own positives of the film and uh i guess for me though where i kind of diverge is that I think similar to how I felt about his uh, directorial debut, I think Travis Stevens is very good about, like, directing certain individual scenes well. Like, there's, like, a scene here where, um, like, she's at the dentist and things don't quite go as she expected. And I think he's good about, like, kind of, like, drawing out the tension and kind of, like, building up scenes like that. And then, likewise, like you are saying, like, kind of the more, like, outlandish, kind of, like, gore-heavy stuff. I think he is pretty self-aware in, like, making, like, those scenes just, like, as, like, Absurdly, B movie goofy as possible, but I don't think he's quite good at like laying the groundwork for those scenes. Um, and I imagine you're gonna disagree with this film, but oh, I feel, but I think like, like towards the beginning of the film, when we have to kind of establish the drab, kind of like you know, like mundane aspects of the film, I think he he kind of uh he's not really good about pacing those scenes out to the point where it's like I think he can like I, I just feel like the way he visually communicates those scenes it leaves something to be desired. Like it just feels like he's kind of drawing the movie out to make it a certain length. It just feels like those scenes kind of play out too long. And it just feels like they don't have a lot of energy compared to those scenes. And I get like, that's kind of the point. But at the same time, it just feels like this movie really takes a while to get going. And even like the scenes where it's like kind of like establishing the warehouse and building up to that point feels like it takes a long time longer than it should and it just feels like maybe if they were a little bit more judicious with like the edits or like kind of building up because that's an issue i also had with um girl on the third floor is that like things just kind of felt like they they weren't quite paced right or like they weren't they're were playing out too long or that, like he wasn't really giving it quite the flavor he needs to because he just kind of wants to get to like the stuff towards the second and third act where it's a little bit more poppy and weird and absurd and, and like i said i think those moments in this movie work fine i just feel like He just never quite finds that tonal balance in a way that makes the themes really stand out. And I I feel like even the commentary itself is fairly uh, surface level at times. Like, I think there could have been a little bit more drawn out there with, like, the religious themes and, like, the idea of, like, you know, like, this is literally kind of playing tongue-in-cheek on the idea of, like, till death do you part. And I think that's kind of a fun concept. I just don't think he really gets a full lot of, like, there's not a lot there that I think that's uh, established or... Dive into beyond the surface and I don't think it needs to like be super deep or in super in-depth But I just feel like there's a better film that constantly kind of comes out here that isn't fully realized
0: You know, you kind of said the word goofy. I, I would say I wouldn't use the word goofy. I would say that it's more comedic um, and it's it's kind of like there are some scenes that are just played to be a little bit more humorous than you would expect but I think I think the reason this movie works for me a lot more is because these two characters are so, like when the movie begins, they're so repressed. And I think the reason the pacing worked for me is because it is such a gradual and satisfying buildup to them just sort of being unleashed upon this movie. This is definitely one of those movies where I think the characters are way, way, way more well-written than the story. And that can be difficult because I can understand where you're coming from with like the groundwork for the movie and how certain scenes kind of don't always go in directions that are all that interesting in some ways. But I think it totally works because I think Crampton and Fessenden are just so good at this. I think they take these kind of ho-hum characters and their performances, like, like add an extra dimension to them. In my opinion, I I think too, like what Stevens gets right here is he totally, totally gets how to get across visually what these characters are feeling without having to really say anything all that much.
1: I guess I disagree with you there.
0: Oh my gosh. I think the editing and the, the way that uh, we, we see like how dissatisfied with her life and is like through like um, a monta a quick edited montage of like her, them brushing their teeth to, you know, them sleeping to like just this like early on thing. It, I think he absolutely nailed it. I got it. Like There was nothing else that needed to be said. So then when other things develop in the movie, I was fully, fully on board, and I just liked that it didn't beat me over the head with what these characters were feeling with dialogue. I think the dialogue here is very efficient and very economical. And I, I was into it. I, and I, I think the, the actual violence and the some of the visual uh, atrocities are really fun. And they're really like harkening back to an era that uh, it, it, it doesn't feel gratuitous, even though it kind of is.
1: Well, it is. But I, I think it's fine because it was building up to that and like it sure. was kind of playing it safe in the beginning. It's just like, OK, now we can have fun. We can get, we can have this moment separate itself from the beginning of it. So I don't mind that it gets gratuitous with the violence
0: okay but yeah it sounds like you definitely disagree though with uh the visual storytelling here
1: i just think it's like fine like i compare it this to something like nobody where like the movie's kind of trying to do something similar in terms of like establishing the mundane qualities of this like kind of ho-hum guy um at least the beginning of nobody and like i I feel like that movie like it does a similar type thing and establishes the same kind of stuff but it does in a way that's visually interesting and stylistic and I just feel like this movie I just didn't get that same impression like I I get what it's trying to do and like I said I appreciate that but um I just found it to be pretty drawn out and it just didn't really find it to be I guess as interesting because like you said the characters themselves aren't super well developed beyond like the surface so it just didn't really feel like like I I, I agree with you that the performances are good about making us a little bit more dynamic and I think they have a lot of fun when they kind of are able to be emboldened in the second half. But I just feel like, I don't know, maybe a meatier script would have made this a little bit more satisfying.
0: I, I don't know if that's that might be where we disagree. I just, I like that it didn't take itself too seriously with, you know, anything regarding realism. It just allowed itself to be campy and over the top. And
1: See, that's where I guess we disagree. Because I, I want it to be campier. I want it to be like campier and weirder than it is.
0: I think if it had been any campier than it already was, the stakes wouldn't have felt (laughs) right. I think that we wouldn't have felt like anything bad could go wrong. It would have just been sort of like a farce the rest of the movie.
1: But it is basically a farce.
0: I don't think so, because I'm talking about the stakes in terms of like not just their lives, but... The fragility of their relationship and their marriage. Sure. Like I, we do we get to a point where that's what I'm more worried about, which is weird because I don't like the pastor guy for a long time in this movie, but okay. then I gradually kind of warmed up to him to a, a bit, but then I started to hate him again. But that's that's where I think the stakes were of like, could this relationship work? Is that why I'm liking these two characters? And I think that the ending is perfect because it doesn't. Well, I like it's not end- neat or tidy at all with that part of the story.
1: Yeah, I have no disagreements about the ending. I just kind of wish it earned that ending a little bit more. Like, it just feels like... I don't know. I just felt like there's, like, some stuff here that's not quite as rich as it could be. I don't know if that just, like I said, if it just needs a stronger, tighter script or if it needs to be a little bit more fleshed out or maybe if, like, it had a little bit more um, consistency stylistically, it might have been able to pull that off. But for some reason, I just feel like it's, like, it's, like, two decimals away from working, I think, for my opinion. Like, it's not off but just feels like something isn't quite there to make it click all the way into place
0: i think i think i almost i agree with aspects of that i definitely like this film more than you do i think that it's it i wanted it to be much better like i wanted it to be in like a tour territory as i was watching this i wanted it to feel like it's jalo you know sensibilities were more well-rounded and this could feel like a runaway horror classic in the making. It's definitely not that. It's just one of those movies that you can just kind of watch and just kind of get like a short-term visceral enjoyment out of if you're a fan of the genre, right? Sure. And so that, that's where I come out of it. I don't look at it as something that's really lasting necessarily. I think it's going right. to be one of those movies that like, oh hey, you know like if you're looking at this kind of movie, this is a solid recommendation, that kind of thing. And I my expectations to weren't super high so i guess that right. could be painting some of my Maybe. you know positive positivity coming out of it i don't know
1: i don't know i just feel like i just I, my impression i get is that stevens is like he, he definitely has something he wants to say here but i don't feel he's like super confident as a filmmaker at this point to really establish like stakes and tones and and to establish the really the dramatic um tension i guess that that should be building up in the opening moments it just kind of felt like like i said like it felt like this stuff was just getting kind of drawn out and it didn't really have a lot of pulp to it and in some respects that's fine and and i I understand what it's trying to do but i just feel like it's a lot of build up to a moment that i I just kind of wish the second half of it dictated the movie more than the first kind of similar to in the earth i guess
0: It, it is kind of funny because i we were so sure that we were going to disagree more over monday you know and i was not expecting us to be this far off on jacob's wife i i was kind of expecting to not be that into it
1: i don't even think we're that far off i I mean i met i i I mean i don't know what your grade is but i have a good idea of what it is i feel like we're Mm -hmm. like we're only like like one decimal off i think okay
0: okay well i i from you is hearing like this is maybe going to be like a c plus kind of thing maybe a c and i'm a strong b so but okay for yeah go ahead say your say your piece
1: uh, I'm between, like you I said, I mean, I'm mean, i between like a low B minus and a high C plus in classic Will Ashton mode. Um, I think for me, it's it's a high C plus just because I just don't feel like it's quite confident enough to come together in a way that that felt like it was worthy of this um, concept and, and the performance that we get from Barbara Crampton. And I also agree with you that um, Larry uh, Feinstein or Festine, Festine. Um, I forget. Pecedent, sorry. Um, I, I I do agree with you. I, I I don't mean to undersell that performance. I I do think he does a nice job as well. And I do think when they are able to have some you know actual chemistry together, they they do kind of have a a nice little back and forth as well. But um, yeah, I just I just feel like it's it's not quite uh complete as it is. It, it just feels a little um impartial as it as it is in its current execution, but. I mean, like you said, I think for genre fans, we'll probably get something out of it. I mean, it's designed to be like Marriage Story if there's like some vampires in it. And, um, you know, that's kind of fun. And I I, I do think it's a good concept. I just don't I just don't think it really comes together as well as I was ultimately hoping it would be.
0: I don't know if I can get on board with that Marriage Story comparison.
1: Well, that's what (laughs) she said. That's what Barbara Crampton said.
0: I was thinking, I guess I was thinking more of who's afraid of Virginia Woolf personally, but
1: right. I mean, I'm just telling you what she said. I, I mean, she's a producer and the actress of the film, so.
0: I don't What's know. Going. I feel like that's just like marketing of like, here's a movie you've sure. heard of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I one. agree.
1: That's, that's fair. my
0: opinion. Yeah, I guess where I disagree is like, sure, not all aspects of this movie are confident. I think you're right that there are certain aspects of the filmmaking that definitely feel like Stevens was maybe a little uncertain about how he wanted to bring certain scenes about. But I do think in the most important ways, it absolutely has a clear goal and a clear like handling of the, the the subject matter and i think that all comes down to i think crampton and fessenden are just brilliant together whenever they're on screen i think this movie does fall short when they're separated and uh particularly when there has to be interaction with other characters there's another vampire character who comes into play that's just kind of like does it's kind of half and half yeah. for me and there's just some some side characters i wasn't super invested
1: in the cops
0: the cops and then yeah. the like you know the like the burnouts who are just kind of like yeah. laughably just like i feel like they're trying to be teenagers but in the movie they look like they're in their 30s so it's kind of like the monday right. thing actually
1: yeah um well that just kind of felt like i don't mean i don't know if this was intentional or not but i just kind of felt like like whoever they had casted couldn't do it and then they're just like, like points yeah, yeah. to two people in their crew is like, Hey, could you pull off playing teenagers? Like, I don't know. It's like, Oh, we'll figure it out.
0: No one's going to care. Yeah. <laughs> this is a vampire movie. Like it's fine. Um, but no, I, I really dug it. So I, I'm a, you know, I'm a strong B. I think that it's a, for what it is. I think if you go into it looking for this kind of movie, you're going to get this kind of movie and there's some nice surprises too. So I definitely sure. recommend it.
1: I I don't mean to come off too negative. I I think, you know, it's an indie film and I I respect the hustle and I appreciate what they're trying to do. I just feel like maybe my expectations weren't quite met here. So that left me feeling like uh, a better film was not made, unfortunately.
0: I would have thought that you would have bumped this like a full letter grade just for the scene where the rats devour an entire person.
1: Sure. I mean, that stuff's fun. That's pure fun. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's definitely stuff in here I like. Like I said, I mean, like there are at least like two or three scenes in here that I think are like exactly what they should be.
0: Sure. All right. Well, it is, as I mentioned before, 98 minutes long. Pretty quick watch. And I believe you can watch this right now on Shudder. So give it it a look if you're interested.
1: I think it's only on VOD right now, but it might be going to Shudder later, but I don't know for sure.
0: Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, you might be right. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Be sure to subscribe to Cinemaholics on your favorite podcast app of choice or find us on YouTube. See you all next time.